You know what time is it now? It's with whiskey time. That's true. Which bottle do you want? Um, <clears throat> do you want to try the Scottish one? Uh, was, it yeah. the, was it a joke? I'm sorry, no. I forgot to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the Glen Rhodes, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a, a Robua Reserve. We've got to give it credit for what it is. Oh, by the way, for the purposes of the, um, the podcast, we just had a German single malt called... Westlinds, I think it's mm -hmm. called. And what did you think of it? It's actually a very nice example because I say that a German whiskey, no, but then it was really tasted. So yeah. It's good, isn't it? Here we go. Try this. this is, we're going back to the, Thanks. the origins. This is Scotch whiskey. So the Glen Rose is a Speyside whiskey. I, I, I would normally offer you as well. Yeah, but, that's um, all right. That's, that's all right. Okay, that's cool. It's just more for us. Some one of us has to stay sober in order to. <laughs> you're, driving, <laughs> you're driving the train home today. Aren't you? <laughs> no, definitely you're not driving. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. <laughs> mm. But before we move on to another another non-discrimination related topic and so on, you you sent me a really cool message. So first of all, thanks to your your boss um and uh, you know for putting it up on linkedin it really made me think you know should, i should start doing this and i started to do this so please thank him um from me for that idea of his um but you said you sent me a message saying shit i have to re how should re represent or represent <coughs> my idea on um diversity diversity yeah. yes that's it so this is your opportunity, Vlad. Do you want to... Yes, you said it. It was in, you know, the last podcast had a huge, um, let's say, repercussion or the impact uh, within my company because they were very proud about it. So, oh, Vlad was invited uh, yeah, to a podcast and they came like uh, one day later, two day later. So, hey, I listened to the podcast and yeah, uh, let's talk about it. So it started a discussion and then I was just thinking also um, just um, and trying to figure out what are we doing for diversity. And then <clears throat> I recognized two things. The first one was that um, I was, um, let's say, right, that uh, you are doing or you start doing things for diversity when you stop talking about it. And then I recognized and saw that uh, we are doing quite a lot within the company and you have uh, yeah, read the post what I published on LinkedIn, yes. that they, we are paying everyone really equal, in an equal way, and we don't care if you are a man or if you are a woman, and the thing is that every single company would say the same, mm. but as a matter of fact, I don't know why, but um, men tends to have better negotiation skills compared to, to, to women, and that's one of the many reasons for gender pay gap. So in, in our company, negotiation skills are, yeah, just say uh, irrelevant because, uh, you know, when I start talking a conversation with a candidate, one of the first things that I let clear is the salary and that they wouldn't negotiate. So, uh, and there's a possibility that we negotiate salaries, but that is an open discussion with the whole company. Okay. 
Yeah. Do you want to name the, the company, by the way? Dive Solutions. Okay. Cool. Good. Yeah. <clears throat> it's um, very forward thinking. Yeah. And the post, for example, the response to your, because what your long post got a lot of positive responses. Yeah. yeah. And one of them was, I think, from your boss. Please correct me if I'm wrong, because he also mentioned, oh, wow, okay, yeah, we, we do open our salaries. That's usually quite a taboo subject, isn't yeah. it? Um, but how did you guys overcome it, or how did your bosses overcome this particular taboo? Um, because I find it thoroughly interesting. Because, for example, um, in my family, yeah, nobody ever asks what the other person has earned. Uh, throughout their careers and so on as in it's just not done you know um, and that's really interesting mm, yeah the question is why isn't it done I mean in my family we never talked about this because it didn't matter not because mm. we didn't want to talk about it but it simply didn't matter I, didn't, I never cared what mm. my father was earning or what cousins of mine are or were earning it simply didn't matter because they mm. were my cousins. They, they I my get father. it, but I wouldn't be that sure because normally you talk about the. Um, yeah, I'm afraid how, how I'm, I can't be sure because it's my <laughs> Because it's your theme. family, but they. But, they <laughs> but yeah, because. No, the thing is that it, it's okay if I ask you, I don't know, um, how much is your rent or if you want to buy a house, okay, uh, how do you want to pay it? And I can ask for everything, but all the things that I'm asking for, there's only almost only one way to pay it and it's with your salary so it's like a you're having 90-90% of the picture I and you're no forgetting but, but okay I'm with you more blunt about the, 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 but then to answer your, your question one mm -hmm. of the as I came to the company the the CEO of the company Pierre <coughs> we were having a very nice chat and at some point um, I reacted also that way so we no 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 that's not possible and then he said to me you know what we love to break things so uh, <laughs> okay, that's cool. a yeah, One and, breakthrough and uh, yeah, and then uh, he also asked me if, if he's telling me anything, and, and I'm really pretty sure I have an idea that they know that's not the way. Then it doesn't matter that they we have been doing that uh, in that way or in another way for the past three years. It's uh, now um, we are turning two years now. It's tomorrow, started, yeah, it? three um, years, three years, yeah. Three and years. Uh, tomorrow will be yeah, the, tomorrow. The, tomorrow is uh, the, the, the anniversary uh, celebration. Uh, Cool. So when, yeah. when this podcast actually comes out, we'll be tomorrow. So happy anniversary to your company. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Mm. Yeah, and, and that's a thing that uh, we really we love to debate and to have an open debate. And it's not about being right or being wrong. It's about that the, the best ideas really um, win. Mm. And, and then when you start a discussion, I also have to, to mention we, we had also, or we still have the things that she's going to, to, to leave the, the, the company soon. But um, Asal, she's also a, a person who is really into a, okay, how we can close gender pay gap and how can be, he, he really acknowledged what a huge social responsibility we have as a company. And that's the things that we are, that we are doing with the company as a human resources manager, as a um, CEO or as a salesman, the, the, the impact is even bigger compared to the impact that you have uh, voting for someone every four years. And it's something that it sounds very banal, but the, for the first time I really had the, the, the opportunity or the, the, the ad to, to see it, okay, yeah, that's, that's true. So uh, stop complaining and start changing the world. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, on that point, on the point of democracy, 
we'll come back to that as well. I think. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> you know my opinion on it. Yeah, I know, and I would like to get into that. Um, I just want to say I agree with you. I agree that the, 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 what you can do within your job and as an organization, as a company, is more important perhaps than voting. Even though I think everybody has to vote because democracy sure, without sure. participation <clears throat> doesn't exist. Just the, the basis, I totally do. Absolutely. The core. Yeah. Sorry, Fritz, you wanted to say something. You that said must something. have been a while ago. It I was a while know, ago. I don't know what I wanted to ask, but oh. um, it'll come back. But I mean, yeah, the day to day management of an organization, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know I, I'm really a believer in sort of the, the organic progress the, you know, and uh, processes of an organization. When it develops naturally, um, you can almost follow the sense of the decision-making processes. It's when the decision-making processes get taken in the background, behind mm. you know, closed doors, yeah. that's when you lose the organic element because you can never fully understand why those decisions were taken. I mean, if you think about some of the problems that you've experienced yourselves in other companies, um, the problems come from secrecy, don't they, essentially? Some of them. Most of them, definitely, yes. Because you can't understand it. Is it You're being given a responsibility. You're not being given all the information needed in order to make up your own opinion about it. Mm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, People, we always tend to have in certain points, not everywhere, like really strong opinions without asking ourselves why actually are we thinking in that way and not in another way you know it's like with the salary discussion mm-hmm. i don't know for me it was also normal before a uh, joining dive solutions that they that's a thing that they would have to negotiate and so on mm-hmm. and then you see it's very easy to change it and there's only good things i mean not only good things for sure there are also a uh, some cons uh, in there but they it's just about yeah breaking things i don't know yeah i think that's a great 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 quotation to be honest and um yeah i'll have to write that down somewhere yeah breaking things yeah because you know how it is normally it's like a you are um as i was applying um yeah for a new position then you know at the end it's it's also a funny thing when you are an hr guy and you apply for a position because you know uh, (laughs) what to expect and you know, at some point, so two minutes before, uh, yeah, the, the the call is over. You know, okay, the final question: What are your salary expectations? And and so on. And that's always a thing that they, you always know as an HR manager. Actually, you you don't decide on on salaries. That's the finance department with the hiring manager with the with the someone else. And actually, you know the the, the money that you have. In some exceptions, you don't know. That's true. But it's maybe one percent. And that's supposed to be why to start a relationship with games. Just say, hey, that's a, that's the money what we have. You know, when when, when you go uh, into a, I don't know, Reve or whatever supermarket, then you don't negotiate the prices. It's there, and then you can see, okay, I can do it or I can't. I was recently told, um, and I won't mention any names at all, but um, so one of my students referred to a colleague, and the colleague is quite a senior partner within this organization. And lots and lots of headhunters contacted this person, and this person always said, no, without even thinking, no, sorry, I'm not interested. But this one occasion, the case occurred, this person, I'm not even revealing the gender, this person said, okay, let's see, you know, the response, the, the headhunter called, and this person responded, listen, 
if we're not talking minimum 500,000 a year, I don't want to know. And the headhunter said, that's no problem. So then this person is after, thereafter put in a position, oh, okay, then this is an offer that I have to really consider. Whereas before that, would never have done that. So as in, the only reason I bring this in is because money talks. Talks, yeah, money talks. Well, thing. And as in, if at my level, 500,000, I wouldn't even dream of it. Yeah, because that's just completely beyond any kind of thought that I may have. Yeah, um, but everybody's got their own level. But does money always talk? I remember when I applied. Or when it comes, uh, sorry. When mm. I, um, if I may finish that sentence, I'll, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be very quickly. <laughs> don't, don't worry, I'll edit him out later. When I applied at my current employer, it was pretty damn obvious I wouldn't get the same salary, uh, not even close, that I have, have earned before when I was still in <coughs> consulting. But for me, it wasn't about money. It was about learning. I wanted to learn. I wanted to have a new experience. And so it's not always the case that money talks. And I'm not saying this, that I am, have such a sublime character that I don't care about money. Of course, I care about money at one point because all, we all have to pay our bills and our rent. But at that time, um, it was different, at least for me. I know it. Sorry that I interrupted you. No, 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 no it's fine, go. it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> All right, we'll leave his comment okay, in. Yeah. It was a nice thing to say. <laughs> well, do you want a beer? It's a... Do you want another beer? That would be great, yeah. Are I you? put them... Uh, I still have some. I put them... No, no, but then the I, wait, I wait for Fritz. Yeah, yeah. No, wait. No, no, because, uh, I, because I have here, you know, uh, one sip more. Yeah. Okay, we'll wait for Fritz then. Forget the fact that Zach doesn't have a beer. So you guys want another beer, huh? I'd love another beer. Yeah. Please. Thank you. <laughs> the legal definition mm-hmm. about having an employee-employee relationship is very easy. You are getting paid for something. Absolutely. So there, there's no uh, definition that uh, there is a place where you are going to learn. No, I mean, I mean, I, I got your point, and that's and, and I'm Thank totally you. with you because because be. <laughs> because you know me. And then, and yeah. Well, I, I try the to audience learn. also know who was here, my manager, before. I'm going to take this away just to create some place. Oh, thank you. Yeah, but then yeah. afterwards, if you want more, then there's over That was the place. toughest challenge of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Managing Vlad. No, I'm joking. Look, I'm, I'm trying to learn at the moment about something called modern monetary theory. Okay? Um, and because I think it's modern monetary theory, MMT. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah? And it seems to be quite an interesting way of looking at economics. Because let's face it, economics, generally speaking, is the, the study of concepts that never work. Yeah? Now, however much you want to uh, intellectualize the process, most of these theories are irrelevant because history has shown us that these concepts fail. But yeah, sure. MMT seems to be quite an interesting way of looking at things. And I think one of the underlying concepts is that you know, money is unlimited. The only thing that is limited is resources. Yeah, true. Yeah? So you can create as much money as you wish. As long as you build something new with that money, you will not negatively affect the currency. Yeah? Because you've created something new and that something new has a certain value and that value will be added to the economy. It is therefore mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, uh, an asset yeah? to that economic group or whatever it is. The only problem comes from when you create money to buy something that has already been built. Mm-hmm. So you're not buying something new. You're not adding to the economy. 
you're simply flushing away money. But if a house burns down, would you burn the equivalent in money? I think that's what banks essentially do. Yeah, mm, I believe. As in, I don't. I, I really they have to destroy money. They but destroy wait, wait, wait. money. Banks. This apparently central banks. What they? I don't do, get. The, I don't get the the, the the question. So I'm going to elaborate. So uh, Zach just stated um, that um, you can, like, when you build a house, mm -hmm. with that money you can you can print new money because you created a new value. <clears throat> Uh, by by using new money to create a new asset, a new asset, yeah, yeah, the the value of the currency can never be diminished. It can never be mm -hmm. reduced, or you yeah. won't lead yeah. to inflation. It won't inflate, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But if you use that money to build or to buy something that already exists, is already covered for within the economy, yeah, eventually that will lead to inflation because Absolutely. you haven't added any any new assets. My question I was, I'm so stupid, but if, when I'm buying a beer. That In money you're, you're using for mm -hmm. buying a beer is not freshly printed. It already existed. But we were referring to yeah, central banks who are constantly printing new money. You know where's my office, right? Yeah. Close to the Bundesbank. <laughs> yeah? yeah? Is there a hole in the wall or what? But, they don't, yeah. but the money is printed in Kreuzberg in the common. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. No. Yeah. He knows, but he, yeah, he, he applied there. Yeah. 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 He didn't get the job. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. a printer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, um, I can um, recommend you one, to, um, I'm sure you know the guy, but there's a, especially one YouTube video, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it, Hai Yun Chan, he's an economics professor at LSE. And no, whenever people say, I'm sure you know, I know straight away, I have no fucking idea who this person is. And <laughs> you just proved that again. Hi, you Chan, I've never heard of. Okay, but you know Maradona? Diego? But, yeah. No. Okay, the same, but in economics. Something like that. No, no. Oh, cool. So he cheats hey, his no, way no, through. No, no, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he hasn't actually done anything. Not that good, but very famous. Yeah. No, okay. no, no. And, and <laughs> that was not one, a one of, a, one of um, his lessons um, is called. Um, too much math and too less history, and it's talking about economics. Okay. And, and yeah, there is a bunch of um, actually very well-known economists, but uh, we are not. Um, I don't know why they don't come that popular because let's say the main idea what they are trying to um, to sell, let's say, is that actually we have no idea about politics, mm -hmm. if we want to say it, mm -hmm. but we can talk hours about politics and that's why we feel that we have the power and we use also that power to change a government and with economics and let's not forget economics is also a social science so it's not about a natural science or something like this so you have three social science sociology political science and, and economics but we can talk about sociology we can talk about politics but when it comes to economics normally people don't really have an opinion about it because it's no no that's about math that's about the numbers i have no idea how it really works and that's actually bullshit mm. because economics is it's more it's just not the it's also how we organize ourselves how we invest our money how we, what it's important to you what you, what you said before hey even if you pay me i don't know 30 40% less compared to what i'm earning now but you can teach me something that's also a thing that they you can you can put a value mm -hmm. on it, and and that's 
I think it's a nice invitation what they do. Like, hey, mm-hmm. let's start talking about economics. It's not about the numbers. You don't have to be a, a math a, ex, a math expert to, to talk about it. No, absolutely. And the thing with the modern monetary theory is that, for example, with regards to a job, you know, it's not that I, I'm your employee, for example. I am selling you my labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So we have then come to a, co- a kind of agreement. Yeah? So I will sell you my, I will work for you in obviously and I want this kind of money you know in uh, in return but what you were saying was you know I will accept a lesser figure if you train me if you allow me to develop yeah. my it's skills. a different trade it's uh, absolutely it's like a side trade a side yeah. bar, and maybe that training and that experience later on in your career that also increase your value absolutely yeah Absolutely. So, so therefore, it, it does all fit in. I do. Well, that was even smarter of myself than I believed it was. No, you're all <laughs> yeah, true, true. You can only say that because you're intelligent, Fritz. Yeah. yeah. But let's talk about the democratic element, yeah? Because yeah, let me cover some of these um, these fruit fruit things because okay. otherwise they're going to dry up. But you, you guys more than have whenever you want to just grab it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. So you made this comment earlier that basically the day-to-day running of the company is um, perhaps more beneficial to society than participating in an in an election every four yeah. or five years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I agree with you, but can you tell me on the basis of what you you, you make that statement? You said it. You own yeah. it, baby. <clears throat> no, no, no. I guess the, the, the easiest way to explain it is because I'm really making decisions. And when I'm voting, I'm giving someone the right to make decisions for, for my family, for, for society and so on. So what you're saying and is you have a more direct impact of the It's um, more control. You want power, basically. Power. And everyone is really involved and we are not really like fighting. Well, they, 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 I, I guess we have to, to be clear that it's not easy to compare because if, if I'm talking about a company, a deep tech startup, we are diverse, but at the end we have more in common that the difference that we have, like uh, we are people that are educated, that they went to school, college, university and so on. So that's a different thing if we are discussing about yeah, topic A or B and we are all well-educated. I know well-educated doesn't mean that they, you went to university, but they, yeah. mm-hmm. that's different if you are then yeah, discussing with a 80 million, let's say in Germany, 80 million people with very different backgrounds. You have people that they don't even speak German, but they have the right to vote. And, and that's also, I'm, I'm fine with it. And um, I mean, it's it's not really it's not that easy to compare. Yeah, is that is that a, an answer or maybe the, the beginning it, you, of? You, uh, you definitely spoke a lot in the meantime <laughs> between the question and now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love I, you I, too. I, oh yeah, I love abs- you too. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know? It, everybody else would decide whether or not that's an answer. I'm not going to judge. I I would simply say because I said to you that I agree with you. Yeah, and so therefore. Allow me to simply state why I agree with you. Um, voting is, is is an active role within the democratic system. Yeah, and I actually think that people are rely too much on the voting 
Yeah. Um, when a government is elected every four years, the stuff that they, they do in between, they have to be constantly harassed. They have to be constantly criticized. They have to be constantly questioned. analyzed, questioned. Yeah? Because the reason why it's more important to do that now than ever before is that we've got too many political parties that want to take the, the middle ground. Yeah. Yeah? So you don't have effective opposition in many countries. You don't have it anymore. Yeah? And so you know, when the people suffer, when the people don't have a way out of uh, yeah, any kind of crisis that they experience, what do they do? They start looking towards alternatives. Mm. Yeah? And one such example of that is the AFD in Germany. Another example of that would be the National Front in France. Another example of that would be what's happened in, uh, in, in Hungary with... Um, Orban. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, you know, there are many, many different examples of the negative consequences but of not participating in the democratic process. Mm. Yeah? So, I do believe that we have to... We have to be more demanding <coughs> of yeah, our government. Yeah, We're not demanding true. enough. Yeah? Now, what you guys do, the companies can do on a day-to-day -day mm. basis, is manage the effectivity of a group, a community. Because hmm. yeah, each company is essentially a small community. Yeah? People participate in the process, people are, are encouraged <coughs> to become the best that they can be. And, and I think that allows them, that empowers them. And when you've got an organization, for example, like yours, where you say to people, basically, I don't care if you are male, female, or non-binary, you are gonna get at least this amount of money you have empowered every member of your team to look around that room and say, we are equal. And I think that's a very powerful message. True. Yeah, it's the concept of new pay. But I mean, how can you, how can, I mean, is there a way of like, I don't know, you know Germany is, you know, I've been here for 10 years and I, I still can't claim that I understand what the hell is going on. Um, <laughs> You know, but how, for example, can we promote this kind of thing within, within Berlin? Forget Germany, within Berlin, yeah, Berlin, because Berlin is a unique city within Germany. It's its own little ecosystem here, yeah. yeah. Could you repeat that question? So basically, this, this new pay concept, yeah. yeah. How can, for example, because cities come up with ideas, mm. concepts, yeah, which are then looked at. For example, when New York came up with a zero tolerance rule, mm. where they wanted to clean up the New York City. Giuliani in the 90s? Giuliani in the 90s, when he actually knew what the hell he was doing. Um, you know, yeah. New York was looked at, wow, they really cleaned up mm. New York City. You know, and everybody looked at that. You know? And you've got different things. I'm not saying that was great or not, because zero tolerance later on was found out to be pretty racially biased. But anyway, there are different things which are done in different cities, which can be taken mm. as concepts for how to develop and so on. How can, for example, Berlin, do you think, this is startup capital of Europe perhaps, um, how can it be you know, used as a vehicle for introducing you know, this kind of new paper? Hmm. I guess we have enough evidence. You know, all this and, 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 and Fritz, you know, that they better than, than mine. So, um, all the things that we are doing right now in terms of HR, that really we care about our employees and we have a lot of perks and so on, it started 
in, tell me if I'm wrong, but in Silicon Valley with all these, uh, let's say, very famous startups like uh, Google, Amazon, uh, not Amazon, Facebook, and, and, and so on. And then other people that were also founders, entrepreneurs, and, and so on, they saw, okay, if I do it that way, I'm also going to see it reflected in the revenue of the company. Are you talking and about the uh, gender payment gap, for example? Everything, or? everything, like like something that it's a, a um, we have how do you call it, like change of paradigms. Of, uh, yeah, but we have to have a closer look on what Facebook, Google, Amazon, what they actually did and why they did it. I mean, of course, it was a, a, a rebellion towards the classic corporations, but At the other hand, you could argue that Google wanted more, wanted to suck more out of their employees. And yeah, therefore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Therefore, they installed uh, um, a cafe, co coffee shops in the company, a gym, TV, you name it. So, yeah, true, they, true. they wouldn't have a reason to go I'm, back I'm home. Not, I'm not judging if that uh, was good or not. I'm a, you ask how to, let's say, uh, reproduce that system. And my, my answer to was more... To create a new system, which to create, yeah, is... Yeah, or, or let's say to... to a a payment system, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if... Um, and I really um, believe in it, but I think at the moment that the, my company, for example, we are now already very successful, but money that we can have a, even a bigger impact. And then you start to read in the news as a normal guy. You have nothing. You have nothing to do with a, a CFD or with a fluid simulations and so on. But you start reading about there is a company and they have such a system and and so on. Then people are going to to ask themselves, okay, and they are going to. You have two options: entrepreneurs that when they found a company, they start doing it, or the other way would be employees that start asking, hey, why don't we implement something like this here? I think the key of bringing that concept to all the established corporations or established medium-sized companies here in Germany is to make it more visible, to make the benefits more visible of that system. Because mm. I mean, why would someone as uh, Mr. Wirth, that Schrauben, that's who invented those screws, um, be negative towards an approach which uh, would in the end be beneficial for him as people are more happy and therefore more productive <coughs> in, in his company. So I think you should just make it more visible mm. to, to all the other companies and then they actually first of all wouldn't have the, a reason not to implement it or install it in their mm. um, uh, ecosystem but also their employees would basically fight for that or argue for that and or ask for that. Yeah. There was this other issue which came out a few years before um, the, the corona pandemic, but there was a company in Scotland that introduced the four-day week, hmm. where their employees, unfortunately I can't remember the name. Was it in Scotland or in Scandinavia? Possibly in Scandinavia too. The one I read about was in Scotland. Oh, right? Scandinavia, that's the six-hour day. <laughs> okay, that's, yeah. I guess it's probably quite similar hours-wise, but this four-day week... That was they paid I was working for Fritz. Yeah, that was your dream, was it? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but it was full pay, as in normal yeah. pay, but for four days a week. Yeah, And what they found was their employees were more productive over four days than they were over five days. Yeah, because yeah? over five Firstly. days you do also do a lot of FaceTime. Yeah, and in addition to that, 
they found that their company became so much more popular. So all of the top candidates started applying to them. And branding. Absolutely. Yeah. As in, what is, you know, from a human resources perspective, or from the management perspective of a company, what is stopping companies adopting the four-day week university? Afraid of failing, maybe, and afraid that it doesn't work out the way uh, they expect it to. Yeah, and also it's not every single company is doing the same. I mean, if you are working in producing something, you cannot stop. If you are a, just a producing beer, you cannot stop a one day a week in, yeah, yeah, in the production. Yeah, okay, but then you, you run you a limited shifts. Yeah, you run a limited workforce anyway because yeah. most of this manufacturing is automated. Yeah, as in the, the, the uh, robots all over the place. I, I get what your point though, however, mm. but those companies <coughs> which can for example, work a four-day week. That you don't need to have people there all the time. I and mean, let's not forget that we're not talking a company only operates from Monday to Thursday and Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's closed. Mm. I'm just saying some employees are there from Monday to Thursday, the others are there from Tuesday to Friday. Some are there Monday, Tuesday, yeah. some are there Thursday, Friday. I'm just saying, um, you know, employees are given the option of a four-day week. They decide which four days, mm. as long as they're in every Tuesday for a team meeting, for example. I'm very sorry, but I have to, to talk about my, my CEO again. Please, go for it. And one of, a, a, I guess, his favorites um, quotes, let's say, is that we don't serve time. Okay. So, like, just working four days, just on the paper, just because you tell me that, I don't know, maybe a, you're, you are going to be overwhelmed or your stress is going to increase. So it's, um, it's not about time. And you don't know what kind of consequences such a system could have. Because if I see, okay, there are plenty of companies and they are more productive, just uh, letting employees work in four days, maybe I come to the greatest idea in the world, okay, I can reduce my salaries because I'm only going to pay for four days. So there's a lot really... No, but Zach just said no, no. Uh, they were yeah, keeping the same salary. But I mean, one of the consequences could be yeah, but for, for other still, companies. It's still up to you as an applicant whether you would accept such a job or not. The argument in Scandinavia for a six-hour day, uh, working day, was that you cannot fully focus or cannot stay fully focused for eight hours straight. So six hours you can do the same work which you usually would do in eight hours because during uh, That's eight true, hours... But it, Okay, we are, we are coming back to the to the same discrimination uh, uh, topic. No, no, no you know what? Because, uh, for example, for me, mm. I would love to work maybe twelve hours a day if I know that there's no problem in between. If I want to, uh, I don't know, to play ping pong with you for one hour, you know, I don't have to have this pressure of being focused six hours a day mm. because maybe I'm having now a topic. And I'm so exhausted after three hours, and you know that happens many times. And then I want to take a break. Mm. And I'm one that then my boss is coming, hey, you know, you only have six hours here, so please be focused. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, that's different. No, that's no, no, but no, 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 you can, you can have a break in between. It doesn't, uh, he doesn't force you to work six hours. Straight. Yeah, but you know the idea behind having only six uh, hours um, yeah, a day people... is that you have more free time. No, if people abuse the system, then unfortunately 
you've probably either hired or trained people incorrectly. And let's face it, there are lots and lots of companies where there are people who mm. continuously abuse the system. I've seen it myself without even working for the company, um, and, I, and I find it sickening because there are so many other people who would love to have those jobs, but they can't because it's been taken up by lazy-ass people who stand outside all day smoking. Um, but, for example, if you do the six-hour a day or seven hours a day or whatever, and you've had a three-hour meeting and you say, do you know what, I need to unwind, you go and lie down, go lie down on the sofa, play ping-pong, go for a kickabout in the park, have a shower and then come back and work a bit more, I don't think any company is going to say no to that. No. Yeah, but then we're talking more about the flexible um, working hours and not about the amount. The do you know what? If I, do you know what? Because if you, if, you, if you really want to do six hours and you have to, to start tracking time. No, that's the worst it, thing you can do. That's the I, worst thing you can totally do. Totally with you, but the, but the, the things, if when you start defining a number, a number then, is a, do you know what? The number then you're serving time. No, the number is a guide. Yeah? The number is a guide to say, don't take the piss. Yeah, don't come to work two days a week, uh, two hours a day. That's taking the piss, right? But the number is a guy. I want you to be effective. I want you to be productive. I'll give you an example for why I think this can work. When I was a scout leader, the way I used to think was if you give people, do you want the Scottish one? Yeah? Sure. If you give people responsibility, young people, responsibility, you say to them, you are your own manager. You do what you think is right. If you were me, how would you? How would I judge your daily productivity? And if you give each individual that opportunity, that level of responsibility, then they will manage themselves far more responsibly. But when you start introducing these things that you have to be here from nine to five, you have to do blah blah blah. I'm watching you. I'm standing over your shoulder, motherfucker. Yeah, then when that kind of stuff starts getting introduced to this topic, then you've lost. Because I'm you, with you, but where is the difference between saying all those uh, things, what you say at the end, mm -hmm. or saying you have to be here for six hours? I mean, I, I, I just, I just. It's a guide. It's a psychological guide. You're simply saying to somebody, you know, the minimum requirement that we would have, because we need to make money to exist. Yeah, if nobody turns up, then we're not gonna. Exist. Yeah, but then I would be. Yeah, let's say, the best solution in in, in my opinion would be, hey, um, we have um, I don't know twenty five tasks to do. Then please make a plan and define when is the deadline, and then you say, okay, I'm going to be done in two and a half weeks, and then I don't care about how you are going to do it and so on. We have our meeting when the day plan is over. And then in the meantime, I don't care if you work today two hours and tomorrow 14, or if you work today six and every time six, you know, it's like, I don't want to, to, to guide you. I just want to, because you say we have to exist. We have to, to, uh, to have to, to um, yeah, yeah, achieve our numbers and so on. That would be better because yes, putting a number, six hours, five hours, eight hours is a, um, Yeah, in, my, in my opinion, it's a senseless discussion mm. because you are just defining. It's like, a, I know, we're not, talking, uh, we're not uh, going to talk about it, but it's like a, but you can vote with a, when you are 18. 
Yeah. Why not when you are 17 or 18 and a half, you know, I at the end, it's, uh, no, it's not, that's an important conversation and I want to have Ooh, it But later. not for today. <laughs> oh, come on. Yeah, okay, 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 we can have but, it. But sorry, yeah. Fritz, go on, sorry. You can um, talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we already have a system where we are basically forced to stay eight hours uh, per day in a job. So, I mean, we already have that. The question is just, more, yeah. are, we, are we even, are we maybe even more efficient if we just have to work for six hours? Is it really necessary to stay out eight hours a day uh, in the office? That was the question. I mean, we already have that system that we have uh, a certain number of hours we are obliged to, or we, we are forced to stay by our employment contract in a company. And you don't like that the, this amount of hours are no, no, pretty no. fine? That's no, no, that's not what I've, what I've said. I mean, uh, you know, we had that concept, or we still have it in, in your former, uh, one of your former employees, my still, still my current one, that you have, we have a free vacation policy. So you can take as many days off as you, uh, yeah. as, you, yeah, as you want, as long as you get your shit done. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a two-sided um, uh, sword. Obviously, mm -hmm. in my first year, it took nine days off, um, but the years so after, so many, yeah, but the years after, <laughs> the year after, it was still not, uh, it was still below thirty. But I mean, there were people who took like thirty-five days off, and we were, but you can't really tell because we were not tracking. Them. Yeah, someone mm -hmm. is sitting here. Yeah, kind of. No, but you can you could tell that yeah. as you just no, said, no, no, yeah, deadline yeah, is in two and a half weeks. Yeah. yeah. Whether you're working an hour per day or eight hours a day, I don't care as long as you get your shit done. And what if what if I miscalculated my time frame? No, that then you have a manager that actually helps you not to um, miscalculate it, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. So then therefore at least that element of, of experience yeah. is there to assist the person And in it really works. Yeah. I know as I started a, a working with Fritz, I guess I was there for three, four months and then I took like five weeks uh, holidays or something. It was okay for the During your probation period. During my probation period, yeah. You know how much shit I had to take for that? <laughs> no, I'm nice, joking. Yeah. No, and it was I just didn't. sending picture, hey, hey. Yeah. <laughs> from the beach. from the beach, yeah. Mm. Um, Zach, edit. Where can I take a piss? The next room. Mm. End of edit. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to be edited. Fritz, Fritz is now officially pissing. <laughs>
<laughs> with my dad. With your dad. Love <laughs> it him. was really nice. Yeah, I mean, and that was the last time you you saw him, basically, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. But you, <laughs> your dad, the facial expression, you were like, what? I mean, that's yeah. the kind of thing. You've got a record now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time you look at that picture, you know that the whole night, hmm. the whole night is there, it's in your mind. Yeah, you true, know? true, true. How special is that? Imagine if that somebody hadn't taken that picture. You know, the, the power of that picture. Yeah. You know? Mm. And your dad had such a friendly face. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that was in his head. Yeah, so that was just a special occasion where he was very happy and like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Mm. Yeah. Anybody else wants a glass of water? No, no, go for it, mate. Help yourself. You only have whiskey here. Yeah, whiskey. Yeah. Uh, my the Armenians from Lebanon call whiskey sochichur, which means uh, uh, onion water because of the, the water. color. Yeah. But why? Because of the color, nothing more. Of the what? The, the color. color. Ah, the color. Thank you. It's a little bit yellowed. But mm. yeah. So the other day. I saw. May I have also a glass? Yes, of course. The other day I saw a tweet. Um, uh, no, nothing. I saw a tweet by an entrepreneur, and the tw I can't, I'm paraphrasing here. And he said, Startups fail, entrepreneurs never fail. Yeah, this is the statement. Hmm. Um, and I, I responded and I said, yeah, that, from a business perspective, I understand that. Yeah, <coughs> and if you can truly incorporate this, you know, failure culture where you have where you learn from your mistakes and therefore you you put it into the next project, that's great. But what about the people you leave behind? Hmm. Yeah, if a startup fails, there's normally a certain number of people who have just been thrown out into the street, and they've been normally been whipped to the bone to make that startup work. And you just throw them aside because you don't fail, the startup fails. Um, and so my question essentially was, you know, who thinks of them? And and in to be to be fair, the entrepreneur in question, he, he liked my response. So I don't think he was a, the bastard type of person. Um, but that's the nature of startups, isn't it? Maybe it has also something to do with uh, that typically startups or I mean, first of all, I'd say the founder of a startup, I, would, I could also label him as an entrepreneur. But the difference that he's not wasting his own money, but the money of investors, whereas an entrepreneur is usually, I mean, in a startup com uh, cosmos, we call it bootstrapped. So he's using his own money to make a business work. So he feels a slightly different pressure. Uh, by yeah, because it's his own money. Whereas uh, founders in a typical startup, they are using the money of their investors, and so it, it's not that painful if they if they fail uh, in, in a certain way. So first of all, I think we need to differentiate differentiate between between that. Um, it would be a good moment to interrupt me, bloody because. <laughs> <laughs> You never interrupt him when he wants to be. Yeah. All right, let's look at it from a different perspective. So next time I wink at you, you need to yeah, interrupt okay. me. <laughs> and then I say totally yeah. with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Then he touches me. Yeah. The, 
what interests me though, because you guys represent the sharp point of the spear, okay? Because um, without mentioning the name of the organization, you unfortunately had to, because of as a consequence of the mm. corona pandemic, um, you had to let go of. I'd say partly Corona. All right. Well, let's put that down as let's put it down as. I think it was a classic failure. Yeah. Okay. That you had to let go of a very large number of people from the organization, Mm -hmm. and what I found extremely um, powerful, emotional, was the fact that you were there. You guys were there. You know, to answer questions practically the whole night to anybody who was let go. <coughs> Not only that, your organization introduced a package. Um, yeah, yeah. support package. Yeah. Severance yeah. package. Severance yeah. package, support package. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as in also for you know as many people as were possible, you know, you introduced them to other organizations. Everybody who wanted. We yeah. had like a whole yeah. list and did like a proper outplacement process with them. That's yeah. not normal though, is it? No, but um, I'm glad that we did it, yeah. and mainly it was driven by our CEO and our, at that time, head of people and culture, who just feel ter- felt terrible that during a, a, a pandemic where you wouldn't, you knew nothing about the outcome, you have to put so many people on the streets, and that was a natural thing to support them in every way we could uh, to find a new yeah. job. But yeah, but that's, that's again um, the importance to, to, yeah, to, to recognize um, the huge social responsibility that you have yeah. as an uh, entrepreneur. And I, I can tell you, so it, it wasn't about the end, it was always there. Yeah. You know, it, it was always clear from the very beginning that people are the biggest asset that you can have. Mm-hmm. And they are people and they are, you have, you have a business and you have a business idea but the people are how, how you can call it also they, they they are not just an idea they, they they exist and they are going to exist it doesn't matter if they if the idea that you originally have a fail or not and and that's why yeah i'm totally with you but i can tell you that that wasn't a thing that just came at the end it was for me clear and i was part of it because i was organizing also this kind of a yeah a super a packages and and so on and but yeah. this is the culture element, because last time we spoke and you said, let's define culture, okay? And, so, and you, what you said, I think, is completely valid and so on. You can't create a culture and so on. But sometimes you can, because you created the atmosphere, at least, uh, well, which led to this culture. And when I first came and met you guys, okay, Fritz, I knew, but when I came and first met you guys, I mean, within a week, we were hugging. Yeah, and it's not because you're such a beautiful man. I mean, it's simply a question of of spirit, of soul, you know, yeah. of character, of the culture. Was that any different in I my form in my employee before that? <laughs> I'd be lucky to get a slap during. Yeah. The yeah. Um, I mean, you are my English teacher, so <clears throat> correct me if I'm wrong. But there is a huge difference between creating a culture and shaping a culture. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say, or we say that it's not really a thing that the, I mean, you always have one and it's about how to shape it. 
Mm. And that's why I took the example um, of countries that it's not that you now can create a German culture. It's there. Yeah. But you can do a couple of things to, to shape it in a more maybe liberal way or in a more um, mm. conservative way. I don't know. And but, a, but a startup is inherently different to a, 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 you know, a, a, an area of civilization which has existed for thousands of years. Is it, by its very nature, a startup is new. And so therefore, you've got a blank sheet and you can put onto that sheet whatever you want. You are essentially playing God. You are creating I'm 99% with you, but uh, we are all people. Mm. And even if I'm the CEO, I'm not going to tell you how to, how to behave uh, or how to uh, act or how to uh, react. There's the difference between the two of us. I would definitely tell an employee who doesn't behave yeah, okay. the way I expect him to behave. That's why we're not working together anymore. But <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> With great no, you know, I love you. full of joy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Are you reliving the moment that you guys had in the past? Yeah. No, no the two of us never had such moments, but uh, there were once, once in a while, there was someone who needed uh, a little verbal slap. Yeah, but that's that's also good. Yeah. 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 And you shouldn't shy away from such actions. And needed. And needed. Uh, so, um, but uh, yeah. <clears throat> also, I recently, and I'm, I'm, which really cool. Another consequence of your boss putting up this thing on LinkedIn. Um, an old friend of mine from Italy contacted me and um, I'm going to do a podcast with him as well. Hmm? Silvio? No, no, no. Um, Alessandro. Huh. Um, and I'm going to do a podcast with him as well because he's also started, uh, he's also got a startup that he's, he's managed himself and he's in Malta. He's not even in Italy anymore. Um, is he into gambling or betting? Uh, you see, I didn't know that. He told me about this. <laughs> what is this shit? So Malta is the gambling capital of yeah. Europe. How yeah. come? Yeah. How did that come about? I'm not too sure about the other countries, but in Germany it's basically illegal. Uh, it's probably not illegal, but it's very, very difficult to, to set something up like that. So this is why they all have their headquarters in Malta. He's not involved in that at all. He's got something completely different going on. Um, so what's it about? It's it, it is to do with sport and um, the. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not betting. I knew so I was. So you're so prejudicial. You just jump right in. Yes, we are. It's actually about sharing sports equipment. <laughs> Sharing sports equipment, okay. I believe so, yes. So it's got nothing to do with performance and future analysis of how somebody makes... What do you mean by sharing? Like selling sports equipment? No, actually sharing. So next week, when I'm, I'm going to do a podcast with him as well. This is the consequence, yeah? And so he's going <coughs> to fill me in a little bit more on this the, the concept that he has. And it sounds actually really cool. Um, but yeah, I because I as I said before, Berlin is the I said is the startup capital of Europe. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Am I wrong? Is Malta the startup capital of Europe? Yeah, startup. Yeah. How would you measure this? I mean, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's very easy. Probably to measure. by the number by, by the, the number of a um, num numbers of companies or no, no, companies not companies. The, the money that uh, has revenue. been invested. No, no, not revenue. 
the uh, fundraising money. Ah, yeah. investment so capital. Investment capital, yeah. <clears throat> and I okay. think Germany is like a, in the top three or five, but okay. it's not the number one. So where is the number one in Europe? If you is it if you were Are you talking worldwide or Europe wide? Europe wide. Okay. Ah, it's not Berlin. It's, it's not even number not, one. It's not Berlin. So which which city is it then? I mean, we. I don't we want to just tell talk something about guerrillas, Trade Republic. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, but that's something that that. Vlad has just taken out his phone. <coughs> Please continue, Vlad. Tell us. Please tell us, Vlad, from your extensive no, knowledge. No, no, no. In I left my phone. I left my phone, but uh, <laughs> but I mean, uh, before Gorilla Samsung, it was a uh, London for sure. Do you want another beer? Uh, yes. I, I still have. I still have. Hey, wait, wait, wait! I have uh, a bit more here. What does that mean? Uh, no, By the no. time he's back from the fridge, it should be <laughs> empty. <laughs> getting up on your own. Bob. It's a white beer, so preferably drink it out of a glass. But um, whatever. You are feel they like. still in there? No, those are the ones from the freezer, and the ones in the fridge are in the fridge. Let's see, look here, the big ones. I want a little one. Yeah. Oh, we don't have little ones anymore. Oh, there's one can left. You can have. <coughs> yeah. I'll wait for the big ones and then I'll have a whiskey instead. Sorry, mate, go on, please continue. Why don't you have a big one? I'll wait for you guys to have well, a big You don't need to wait for us, come on. Oh, it's okay. Alles gut. Yeah, number Step one. Out of the line. Sorry, yeah, but number one is still London, as I said before. Okay, yeah. And now Berlin is in the second place. Okay, but we're talking. Okay, talking in 2021 or which 2020. Year? 2020 and 2021. I mean, we had quite some unicorns <coughs> yeah. this year. Yeah, but they uh, know. I mean, if you do your homework, let me let Google, me uh, let me take say okay? Christine Lagarde. And then, uh, <laughs> Christine Lagarde. And Paris was before the number two. Yeah, Paris. Paris. Ooh, okay. Paris. Come on, Colombia. But if we talk, Paris. but if we Paris, talk, we say in Colombia. <laughs> okay, but if we talk European Union, then obviously Berlin is is number one in Paris. Oh, uh, are we talking now about Brexit? No, Brexit is done and dusted. There's nothing to say yeah, about true. it anymore. Um, and but yeah, so okay, within the European Union, mainland Europe, then Berlin is number one, and Paris is number two. Mm. Where would Malta fall then? So if all of the gambling companies are in Malta, I mean, there's a lot of gambling is not a it's, they're it's not, not funded by, by yeah. uh, venture capital capitalists. Ah, so that's not included at all then. No, no, no. no. Hmm. Um, but, but it tells you, I mean, I, I try to make out that I'm, I'm a moderately intelligent person and I had no idea that all of the gambling organizations had, had set themselves up mm. in Malta. Um, but this is quite a, a modern thing then, I guess, no? Well, well why not Monaco? Why not Monaco? Well, the Monaco was, or Monte Carlo, I mean, it's the, it's the... I think it's cheaper to establish a company in Malta than Monaco. Okay, mm. fair enough. It's probably... Yeah, I, I get your point there. No. Yeah. Crazy. Hmm. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Okay. All right. So now we're going to have to come back to a completely different topic, which would require a whiskey refill. Um, do it. Which one do you want? Do you want to try the Japanese Nikkei? Yeah. Guys, you have quick drinkers. But it's good. Yeah, absolutely. Only contributes to the atmosphere of our podcast. Wow. That looks like it's made of caramelized onions, huh? A little darker. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's really yeah, it's, it's, it's very strong as well. Are you yeah. sure you don't want to try any of this? Uh, I think I'm fine. That's, that's very smoky, right? 
I mean, if you call it smoke, you call it smoky, man. I have no idea. I'm not a specialist. Fritz! Yeah? No, no, no it's not to be smoky, too. No. You need to try something called. It's Armenian, so you can't say no now. Of course I won't say no. Yeah? Um, <laughs> it's. I was walking around. You have to say something Armenian. Marked. Yeah. <laughs> Such a shame we don't have a video here. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You have to say something Armenian, you get <laughs> Well, it looks more like an English sausage, huh? Yeah, this. So I was walking around Hakushin Market and there was a cafe. And I saw this. And I, and, and I don't and know I how to do it. Do it. And then I go for it. No, you do no, it. No, but I do You pour as much. You pour all of it. And you pour all of it. Um, and and I, I, I saw this. and the Arma, the original Armenian spirit. Yeah. So I asked this woman what she uses it for, and she said she puts it in her glue vine. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's really nice. I've actually, I actually use, I use it now to cook with, by the way, but it's really nice. Especially the liqueur, more than a spirit. I was about to say, I mean, it has 40% of volume. Let me see the bowl again. More of a spirit than a liquor, but yeah. it tastes like a liquor since it's Isn't rather it? sweet. Yeah. yeah. It's not bad, is it? It's actually quite, quite decent. Compared to the stuff I drank in Latin America and South America, Aguayente, oh, five do nice. dollars a bottle, but uh, it basically blew your mind. This was ten euros. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's but really, it's really to be honest, nice. too sweet. It's too sweet. I I, I enjoy okay. it. It's an enjoyable drink, but yeah. I wouldn't uh, spend a night over there. Over no, that, very uh, I mean, Like I said, I I actually add it to my like uh, sauces when I do like pasta yeah. sauce or whatever. I think it's for for cooking, nice. it's absolutely perfect. If yeah. It has some slight sweetness, as such as port wine, for example. Mm. Yeah, sherry. Yeah. Prost. Cheers. Yeah. Salud. 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 So, yeah, let's take the last. That's smoky, yeah. right? Yes. That, I told you, I told you. Yeah, you know more than that. That's the nicker, that's the jet. That's, that's the, the one which has like 50 something? Yeah, no, 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 40, 41 or something. No, 51. That's the Japanese one. What are you doing to me? Yeah, but that's really good. <coughs> it, it is. Give it, it a go. Uh, you really, it, do but it, it's, it really warms you up. So nice, smoky. It is really good, definitely. It's impressive, yeah. isn't yeah. it? It wouldn't be my type of whiskey, but it's really tasty. Mm. If, you want, if you want to add a bit of water to it, it completely no, no, change. No, no. But, oh, yeah, yeah I know, job. I know, I know, but then. Yeah. No. Okay. So, a point you alluded to earlier, which I said we'll come back to. And for you, the number is arbitrary. You said it doesn't matter, it's just a bullshit argument. But I really think. Are we talking about the six hours a week? No, no, no. 18 what? to 16. Ah, okay. I think the voting age should be reduced from 18 to 60. I, I, I really believe, you know, a 16 year old is voting for a future which they are going to grow into. I think at the age of 16, a person has... Are you talking about the world or about a certain country? Let, let's talk about European Union. Yeah, I don't want to go too far afield. I'm not going to judge other areas. But within the European Union, your average 16 year old has already established ideas on how they want to live their lives. <coughs> a, a, a kind of um, analysis of the society in which they exist, what they believe is right, what they believe is wrong, 
and all of the different factors in between. Why are we so fixated on the age of 18? If in Germany you can buy a beer at the age of 16, you can have sex at the age of 16, you can create a family at the age of 16, but you can't vote yep. at the age of 16. <laughs> Why is it that voting is so requires such a, 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 I don't know, a, an additional level of maturity to all of these other things? I don't understand it. Is there a country in the world where you can vote with the age of 16? The Scottish referendum allowed 16-year-olds mm. to vote. That's <coughs> only the Scottish referendum. Brexit referendum well, that's didn't a pity allow. That it, yeah, that's a pity that it was only the Scottish referendum, but in general, I perfectly agree. You should be allowed to vote with the age of 16. I don't know, are the grand parties afraid of young voters because they, are, they have a tendency to vote more liberal or more, more leftist? But then you could also argue that the people who really care about politics, or the, the teenagers, let's say with the age of 16 or 17, who really care about politics, go and vote. And the ones you might be afraid of, because they vote, I don't know, rubbish parties, they probably anyways won't go to and give their vote. Yeah, I'm definitely pro-16. Mm. You don't think so? In my honest opinion, if we think that the right to vote just depends on a certain age, I think we are just stupid. Of course, and I, of course well, it doesn't matter, but, but, but how, I mean, you need to have some kind of... No, 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 yeah, but, but then something more. If you, want, if, if you want to drive a car, you need a driver license. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but so, then, but then no, no. you're into a, yeah, but then so, you're into dangerous territory. Now we're talking. Now we're yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Now we're back to discrimination. So only the ones <laughs> with would A levels are allowed to vote. Huh? But but and then I would love to discriminate in a positive way, because as a matter of fact, vast majority of people that are voting they don't know what they are doing. And not because they are stupid, not because you can also have well-educated people, mm -hmm. but they are not really reading what the uh, parties are, uh, let's say, uh, how do you say, proposing, or what they are... Uh, the program. So the, the, the program, right. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> for me, it's not about uh, including more people. For me, it's about excluding people. So whom would you exclude, for example? Prisoners, everyone, such, such as everyone, in the US? Huh? Prisoners, such as in the US? What do you mean in the US? Prisoners in certain states are excluded from voting. Or they don't, have, they don't have the right to vote. Trump's Republicans excluded people who had outstanding fines yeah. from voting. Yeah, but the things you're, you're, you're getting in, or you're going in a, no, in a different direction. In a, in a different direction. They're giving me some examples. But yeah. they, so you understand what we're talking about. Sure. But the thing is that... <laughs> To drive a car is not that easy. Yeah. Here in Europe, at least, you know. You Bloody, have to I got your point. No. Okay. I want to know <laughs> how you would put that into practice. You know. That's the dangerous territory, isn't it? In a vladikracy, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> how does it work in a vladikracy? <laughs> where and where on earth is there a vladikracy? In this kitchen right now, after this, oh, I'm okay, afraid. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Don't say you have to have a certain amount of hair because I'm disqualified straight <laughs> So how would you put no. it into practice? <clears throat> the things that... Um, I'm, I'm for not me? asking that to criticize you, I'm asking no, 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 because no, no, I'm I know, curious. Because, yeah, that's why I love you. But... <laughs> for me, 
if you want to be part of a um, process when it uh, comes to a okay let's make a decision then you have to be informed you have to be aware about the consequences you have to be aware uh, about all the possibilities yeah, yeah, yeah. and so on mm -hmm. so the future of a country of many generations mm -hmm. and so on for me it's just uh, no go it's very responsible to let everybody everybody decide about the future of a country mm -hmm. and i tell you it's not only about driving a car it's everybody about, that, it's about it's that about, also you know, means my, my, no my, matter whether he my, understood what he's voting for or not sorry that also means no matter what he or she or non-binary um, understands what he or she is voting for or not let's say yes because at the end you know the the two things the first thing then you're always predicting yourself always, to be honest the, the first thing is that um, such when, a joy when, to interrupt you when <laughs> payback time <laughs> sorry sorry when when you listen to people that um <clears throat> they are also like yeah we have to educate people and so on if you keep asking why do we have to to uh, to educate people and the end normally you get only one answer so that they vote the same candidate i would vote for so lefty people normally think i'm not talking about us but lefty people normally think that if people would be more educated they would be also lefty that's you have also the the the, the thing this uh, uh certain i don't know um that's a very good point actually arrogant you know you think that that you are right and if and and you're right because you are good and you are educated so my point goes in a very different direction it's about I don't care if you are right or if you are left, but I need, let's say, arguments. For me, it's not enough that, no, because my, my father was also a, a lefty guy or my, my mother was, a, you know, a, was so working for the CDU. And that's, that's when I Let say, me. okay, then you are not thinking about us, um, you are not thinking about the generation, and above all, you are forgetting yourself because it's not about uh, thinking about society. So, my proposition would be you have to earn the right to vote how let's say we build something like a something like a driver's license but a voting license and it's very so you're all, just, all it's 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 so you are willing to discriminate those people who are not able to pass that voting license yeah sure yeah well that's let me okay let's yeah, it yeah, from yeah. A, I, I would perfectly disagree <laughs> but why <laughs> why yeah because i believe everybody has the right to vote no matter but why you're not telling me the, the reasons why allow me to because we are living in a democracy that's the fundamental the, the the basis of a democracy, democracy. i'm not saying that democracy may i finish that sentence i'm not saying that democracy <laughs> is the best uh, the best uh, governmental um, um, system but fortunately or unfortunately we are living in a democracy And this is why every single member of that democracy should have the right to vote. You know what? Hmm. In Colombia and in almost whole Latin America, we have such a shit, shitty situation because of democracy. Because here, wait, let, let me tell you something. Topic. Different topic. No, no, let I, me. I no, no, it's not a different topic. It's like the solution for everything. I didn't say that. In I just your, said in you your, have to be consequent if you are using one political system. Your idea or in, in your head is like democracy is that everybody has the vote to decide and we are equal 
But take a look a bit deeper in all the, let's say, countries that are working as a whale oil machine. We can start with the UK. Well, you, start, you, you, you still have the, the, the um, House of Lords. Tell me, <laughs> is this really a democracy? You have, no. a, you have a queen, you have it's the House of Lords. It's, it's a constitutional have, democracy. But I'll tell you what, what they call it. No, 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 I'll tell you what. Yes, no, no. It's, it's not about naming, about labeling. One it's thing. about, you also have people that they just um, can... Um, how do you say it? Like, inherit. Uh, inherit. They can, they can, they can inherit the, the right yeah. to be part of the parliament. Yeah. One, one second. Can I just say though, you're right. You have to the House of Lords <laughs> is undemocratic. Yeah. However, in many of their argumentations, they were more representative of the people than House of Commons. That's my point yeah. because they are prepared for it. Absolutely. And it makes a you know it could be. Maybe you don't want to, to listen to it. I love how passionate you are. I mean, uh. Maybe you don't want to listen to it, but it makes a huge difference if you go to a high school here in your, in Neukölln or if you visit Eton College. And if you are not, if, if you if you have a different opinion, then I'm very happy to listen to your arguments. So, do I get you right in if I translate that into a language I can understand? The benefits of having a voting license is that only the, let's say, the people, not only the clever people or the smart, well-educated yeah. ones, but the ones who have a severe or like a, an honest interest in, in political systems or in political directions on our, our, our um, agendas are allowed to vote and therefore they will make a decision for people who don't have that voting license, but it's beneficial for them or it's good for them. Is that what you're trying to yeah, say? Yeah, because they know what they are doing. Okay. okay. It's that, you know, it's, that, um, it's not that I'm telling you a new thing. Yeah. You can see all the, um, the Greeks, for example. It and would with that, no, I, I'm, let, let's first maybe follow that, uh, that uh, into practice uh, question. So that voting license, would it last for my whole life or would I have to do it again every year or every four years for each uh, new elections? I'm open. We can elaborate on that idea, but the the, the, mm -hmm. the main idea would be that you have to earn the right to decide for the future of the whole community. Mm -hmm. If I can just jump in then. So the reason why for me it's important is because I, I look back at myself and I don't think I was an exceptional 16 year old. I think I was as an average 16-year-old in the same way many 16-year-olds are. Right. But, but I had quite an advanced sense of justice. I had an advanced sense of responsibility. And, and I think a lot of other 16-year-olds have this sense. And if they are engaged, if they are told, you have a, the opportunity at the age of 16 of participating in the most important decision that any country can participate <coughs> in, that will allow that person to start thinking along a certain line. Mm. You know, they would start from a younger age to commit to a collective. Now, whether they decide to vote at the age of 16, or if they decide to vote at the age of 20 or 24, with the additional two years, they've been given that opportunity of time to analyze what their role is within a society. Who am I? When they go into that voting booth, perhaps with a parent, perhaps with an aunt or grandparent, mm. for that moment, for that one vote, they are the equal of the people they have always looked up to. 
They are the equal of the prime minister, they are the equal of the president, they are the equal of any other person within that society. That is an empowering thought. Yeah? Because it is only in the voting booth yeah. that people are equal. You know, we That's talk true. about equality under the law, but I think the system is biased totally with you. towards mm-hmm. elites. So one but could voting is different. In, or in my system, this question turns totally irrelevant because I have here an exam that you have to pass and then you have this uh, voter license, let's say, put it that mm-hmm. way. Then I don't care if you are 13, 15, 21, or 27. Why not 8? I mean, if you mm-hmm. are able matter. to pass that yeah. and it's for free, mm-hmm. and I'm going to do everything that you are going to be prepared during school so that they, you don't have to pay any extra lessons for it. It's mm-hmm. only if you're interested. It's an interesting concept. I haven't thought about it. And then I say, okay, here. And then I don't care how old you are. Yeah. 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 But I think you would have to renew it before every election because otherwise one person does it with the age of 16 and then never again. So Mm. he loses completely. Could be. That that, that could be a a, a nice idea, but I I wouldn't be that short. So, yeah. Well, theoretically, whenever My book isn't finished, so we can... No. But whenever there is an electoral register, they have... Yeah, go for it. Yeah. Vlad's gone for a pee, I'm not going to edit yeah, this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was nice that you whispered. Hopefully only for a pee, yeah? Yeah. No, no, go for it. Leave a deposit if you wish. Just clean it out. <laughs> um, yeah. So you got right in the middle of the sentence there. I mean, how can I follow that up? I <laughs> said, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's good to have people around again. And yeah. Good friends, good conversation, good meat. What, what was that meat again? What, what did Just you the classic from? beef rum steak, but the butcher is an organic butcher and he has, it's from his own pigs, uh, porks and, and, and cows. Okay. Yeah. Wonderful. It's, I think, uh, a farmer in mecklenburg vorpommern or Brandenburg somewhere outside Berlin. Okay. And, Yeah. But he didn't have proper sausages, only the pre-boiled one. Yeah. So this gives for me a thumbs down. Yeah, okay. I mean, our butcher is, uh, like I said, he's won crazy awards. But to be honest, the main reason why uh, the majority of the butchers or supermarkets don't sell the very fresh ones because you basically need to uh, put them on the, on the barbecue the same day or the day after. Whereas the pre-boiled ones last longer, mm. but yeah, as I'm like, yeah, from the countryside, I'm only used to the to the fresh ones. Mm. Yeah. That's right. It's just because before Levon was watching this program, I could hear that in the background, and I was worried that the microphone would pick it up. But uh, yeah, okay, all right. So get yeah. the microphone. Yeah, absolutely. What microphone? Um, yeah, I mean, as far as the the podcast element goes, guys, I think that that probably wraps it up. Um, yeah. But. Uh, yeah, it remains for me simply to say thank you very much, A, for coming over, and I, I love this. Um, yeah, I, th- I hope we could do it more often. Um, and not, not, not only here, but I mean, yeah, I'd love to have you guys here. It would be great also to have um, <coughs> Lena sort of participate in this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but I mean, maybe we can also like create a group. So not just have 
Um, I mean, we can, we'll we can in, invite guests and rip them apart. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't obey our opinion. <laughs> You're so altruistic. Yeah. yeah. Um, always. Yeah. Yeah. Always. No, but I mean, really, I'd like to diversify. I, I mean, I think we, we've created... Are a we really not good diverse enough for you? Yeah, absolutely. You have hair, I don't. I mean, there is a diversity element there. Um, three nationalities. Absolutely, yeah. yeah but three valleys. Three valleys, <laughs> three... Um, yeah, and some some are bigger than others. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what we've got this, you know, uh, you guys joining me is is brilliant, and uh, I wonderful. want to keep that unit. But it's I think wonderful. we should also do another. Op- Why not? Let's do more yeah. opportunities. Yeah? Let's, yeah, let's create bigger groups and just bring people together. And you know, what? if it ends up everybody gets smashed and we start doing a sing along, then that's cool. We'll put it up on a podcast. Yeah. I'd love it. Yeah? Yeah. yeah, share in that. You know, rejoice in that scenario. Um, but yeah, let's create it. Let's meet yeah. up. Let's go to Mauer yeah, Park okay. or whatever. Grab some beers and yeah, somebody has a guitar. Let's just talk about whatever needs to be talked about. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely, do it. I have no problems at all. So, yeah. But again, thank you very much, guys. You, you are, yeah, heartwarming, you know. And um, I really enjoy your company and your conversation. So I thank you greatly for that. And just only give back the compliments. Thanks a lot for having thank us. Two and a mic.